No hankies needed for our global hit segment today. It focuses on a traditional Korean musical instrument that looks a lot like a lute, except it's six feet long. You put it on your lap, if you can, and pluck the strings with a thin reed. Reporter Lonnie Shavelson introduces us to perhaps the instrument's most dedicated champion. Composer Jin Hee Kim's instrument of choice is the kumungo. It dates back to 4th century Korea. Korean music is based on ritual. Shamanism, Buddhism, Confucianism, rituals means they're very meditative energy. And so the kumungo remained as a ritual instrument through 1,500 years on the Korean peninsula until 1910, when Japan invaded. Japanese are trying to destroy your identity, Korean identity, language, and all the culture. Musicians were scattered every direction, and they, they couldn't really get together to create any kind of music or preserve any traditional music at that time. Instead, Japanese taught us Western tune, Western music, Bach, Beethoven, Chopin, on and on. Japan surrendered control of Korea in 1945. But the Americans in the Korean War brought in their music in 1950. 30 years after that war ended, when a young Jin Hee Kim began studying music at Seoul University, Korea's obsession with Western music remained. Western-style orchestras, says Kim, paid musicians twice what traditional Korean orchestras paid. I hate that. I really didn't agree with that. And so she stubbornly focused her attention and talent on the traditional kumungo. And if I carry this kumungo on the street, the ordinary people would stop me and say, what is this? I said, kumungo. And, you know, they don't just give you really respect. Korean music was despised by own people. They worship to Western music. Undaunted, Kim set out to win respect for Korean traditional music, both in Korea and the West. I wanted to have Korean music and the Western music treated equal. My mission was to bring these two cultures together. So Kim brought the Kamungo to the West. She's been in the U.S. now for more than 30 years, composing traditional Kamungo styles into Western music. She performed last month at Stanford University's Pan-Asian Music Festival with her symphonic composition about planet Earth as it flies through space. It's called Eternal Rock. So when I wrote Eternal Rock, I tried to understand what actually Western scientists thinking about this space at the moment. Because the Korean court music especially, based on cosmology, all relate to yin and yang. And as we know, now universe, the gravity is shifting. And the dark energy pushing farther and farther and the universe is extending. Kim offers another way of approaching Korean music. Korean food is very spicy. When you tried Korean food for the first time, it's very strange, too hot and uncomfortable. But actually, when you try second time, it's interesting 
and third time, fourth time, you might really like it. And that's the way I approach the Korean music on the notes, spices. But have Kim's modern symphonic arrangements for the kumungo gained the respect she's sought only by squeezing it into a Western style? She says no. The kumungo's ancient Eastern meditative sound, she says, now also brings the souls of Western musicians to the tips of their fingers. For the world, I'm Lonnie Shavelson. can see the six-foot-long Kamungo played live with all of its spicy notes, as composer Jin Hee Kim describes them. That's at theworld.org. From the Nan and Bill Harris Studios at WGBH in Boston, I'm Marco Werman. We'll be back tomorrow.